0: This is the Josh Moxie journey. This is part two of my 2018 reflection. My 2018 reflection ended up being almost two hours long, so I decided to split it up, and here is the second aspect of that. And in this, we're gonna cover things like what upgraded my quality of life this year, what destroyed my quality of life this year, Where I grew the most, if I choose to keep that in, or maybe I put it to first, who knows? My biggest lessons um, and uh, my biggest challenges as well. So, and as well, patterns I noticed about myself, which is probably my favorite part about the whole thing, by the way. Anyways, I hope you enjoy and uh, let me know what you think. Ciao. Where did I grow the most? Imperfection. Like being okay with not being so perfect on every damn thing and uh i actually like consciously try to make some, some mistakes now because i don't know it's just we're all trying to be so fucking perfect it's, it's quite ridiculous so learning to appreciate the imperfection of things um also realizing how subjective the idea of perfection is it's it's not real like anyways and it's just a much better idea to have Five eighths, if you will, instead of one ten. And that ten, again, the the ten and the eights are just like opinions. So they don't really matter that much. Ah, less judgmental and more accepting of the world, its people, myself, etc. So yeah, I started out the year pretty judgmental and I think I've gotten a lot better at that. So I'm very proud of where that's headed. And uh, I still have a lot of work to do on that aspect, but. It's gonna get better and yeah just being more accepting of everyone's journey attractiveness yeah I am a lot more attractive than when this the year started so I'm pleased with how that's going and it's gonna continue getting even better because I become more attractive every damn day being more vulnerable not only in content but also in like everyday conversations and life it is such a strength being vulnerable sharing your sharing your weaknesses sharing dark parts of yourself um, accepting your fuck-ups your failures your weaknesses uh, your challenging patterns yeah it's just like getting it out there is really really therapeutic and it's so uncomfortable still but it's like this strange addiction I have now to being vulnerable that is a really really cool thing <laughs> And it's hard to understand until you're actually in a habit of doing it, but man, it feels fucking cool. So I'm grateful that I built that muscle. Transitioning from the idea of wanting to code and design for my career to wanting to help people at a foundational level via things like energy work. Okay. That's taken a lot of mental jumps, if you will, to do that and yeah, I'm glad I fucking did that though, but there was this period where I like questioned what the fuck I wanted to do with my life and I wasn't sure if I should do that or energy work or coding or design. It was just like this clusterfuck of confusion and it lasted. Uh, I think it was anywhere from April-ish type of thing to, to about July-ish or August. Something like that. Anyways, it lasted a decent amount of time and it was really challenging, but I think I grew a lot. I got good with the uncertainty of it all and I'm grateful. And now I am quite set on the energy work being my route of choice and it just feels like the right thing to do. So I'm going to roll with that. (sighs) Continued reduction of my ego. It's been very tough but I feel like my ego reduces all the time in, uh, in ways you might be able to see my in other ways you might not be able to see. So, but, uh, yeah, ego is problematic. It is the root of all challenge. So any way I can reduce that is a good thing. Uh, learning redux with coding, that was fucking problematic or not problematic. That was challenging as hell. Like it took a lot of a lot of brain power to fully wrap my head around all the things redux but now understanding things a lot more clearly it's pretty fucking simple once you get past that that challenging state and I'm grateful that I did because it works so well with react and in addition to redux i also learned a lot of react like the advanced more advanced concepts wow my brain right now is exploding i swear Oh my God, power of now. That straight rocked my worldview and really fucked me up in a good way. So I'm, I'm grateful for Brian and Ramona and whoever else um, pushed me to try to listen to it because it was super worth it and I'm glad I did. A process within non-material source energy medicine called illusion transformation process. Yeah, this also rocked my fucking world. It's, it was just... If I recall, it was one of the best feelings that I've ever felt. And everything slowed down. And it was just like this... Yeah. This insanely positive and blissful experience. It's just so nice to be connected with Source at that level. Instagram posts. It's been very strange because I don't want to be this fucking talking head and be like a life coach or anything like that or a motivational speaker or any of that bullshit. So that was very tough for me to get started with posting in that aspect, but I said fuck it. And in I think it was around like October I started posting things that could have been like inspirational in in nature. But it's just me speaking my truth. So that was very challenging and I'm grateful for the people who did support it. And I've since fallen off of that wagon and I need to get back on in 2019. But that helped me grow a lot and really get clear on the fact that my intentions play out. Like I'm I'm just being me. I'm just, this is like, I have to just be authentic. Instagram stories. This has been also super helpful. Like I've noticed my confidence on Instagram stories go from, like quite low to becoming very comfortable on, on Instagram stories. And at the same time, I say very comfortable. I'm still a little bit uncomfortable doing them, but it's been like a, a nice journey. And all of the little series I've created, like well, for one, dues paid, probably my favorite, which is me documenting my workouts and specifically the, the weight training I do and doing things like posting my workout on and I also did that a few times on, or once or twice on Instagram classic, if you will, but like the feed version, but on stories, once in a while I'll post actual workout of or actual footage of me working out. Uh, I'll post my favorite songs, silly stuff, funny stuff. And, but ultimately the greatest growth came from me just talking on camera and just documenting whatever the fuck is going on in my brain. Cause it's weirder doing it when I know a lot of people are watching rather than something like this where I know less people are going to watch it than they do on my Instagram stories. So, yeah, that's uh it's been super uncomfortable, but has really pushed me out of my, outside of my comfort zone and I'm a lot more comfortable and now I can uh and the the right people are vibing with it, which I'm grateful for. Being more playful and just fun with things, like I'm I'm more okay with doing that as well on my story and just in real life. So, mm it's uh, it's fun coming from those places with all types of people. So the energy work I've done with NIMSAM and learning all that I have with that as well as implementing what I have learned with that. And I still have much more to implement that I have learned, but what I have applied has been very helpful in growing me as uh, not only a practitioner, but also just growing the habits and the patterns that go along with that. So I am pleased with how that's gone and it will go even better in the future. So I'm very excited for that. Learning to love failure. Yeah, I fucking, this shit is awesome now. I love having public failures because now I have more fuel and there's like, it's just out there. So if you are judging me, I'm gonna make you look like a fucking idiot in the long term. And that excites the shooter out of me. Like you can see my face light up because it is one of my biggest motivators. Uh if you are going to doubt me, I am going to make you look very wrong in the long term. So I am uh I am learning to love failure for that reason specifically. Also, it's just it's also humbling and yeah, it's just much better than like I'd I'd much rather have a a yes or a no or a clear win or a clear loss rather than having this like grey area of maybe or nothingness. So that's quite enjoyable. Not being so fucking fancy, just doing. Like so many people will wait for their vlog or the perfect lighting or whatever, and waiting for like a microphone that's ideal or what have you when it's so much better just to start because yeah, you just don't like, it's so much about the message and it's all in addition, like the fancy concept goes so much further than this. But for me, it's just okay to just get the fuck on camera and not have this perfect fucking situation or even my thoughts aren't perfect. Like just doing and being okay with imperfect action, and fucking up, and getting back up, and trying new things, and not trying to impress others with fancy shit, or all of the things that go along with that, so the design work I did, I feel like I improved my design, definitely, especially with hierarchy, I got to learn a lot about hierarchy this year, and that is such an important concept that I, did, I didn't fully understand until this year, which is hilarious to think about. But so the, in, integrating that and also um, slightly related to all this, which is, and, and by the way, that a lot of the growth came from working on projects such as joshmoxie.com, lists, and infinity and other random things I was working on, but uh, also related to these things, which is coding and like and just overall within React and Redux and just in ES6, which is JavaScript, um, all types of things. I just really enjoyed how I progress this year with coding and the fundamentals keep getting more and more mastered. I still have so long to go. I'm not sure I'm ever going to master them because I don't know if I care enough to, but I have enjoyed my progress in both those areas. My overall content, like it's gotten so much better over the course of the year in my humble opinion. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I am pleased with how much more comfortable I am on camera. Though I feel like right now I'm a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe it's because I'm fucking high as shit on caffeine. But there is, uh, there's been a lot of growth this year. Whether it's my communication style, my ability to bring myself back, um, there's just all sorts of things. My, I feel much more comfortable looking into the camera, talking to it, it feels like quite natural at this point. Um, what else do I have written down here? Yeah, just all types of content creation stuff. It helped me grow a lot. So pleased with that. As well, reflections. Man, reflections has really just helped me with uh, keeping consistent and uh, being vulnerable. A lot of the things I've just pre- previously talked about, which is, yeah, grateful for this series. I'm glad I brought it back and... glad I am keeping with it. Experimentation mindset. Yeah, just really learning to love trying new things, being more okay with fucking up, uh, being okay with falling on my face. And then knowing that like, it's all just really just trial and error out there. So yeah, again, it kind of comes back to being okay with losing and accepting that, accepting the the judgments of others, if you will, or the judgments, judgments of myself and reducing those judgments and ultimately just caring a fucking lot less so I can let myself do and let myself try and let myself fail and eventually find. (laughs) And it's, it's a never ending trial and error thing, but then that's kind of the fun part about it. Being kinder and being more loving. I think this is something I've definitely grown on over the course of the year and letting myself be a good human being it can be very easy uh with my past belief system to not do that so letting myself be what i'm ultimately which is i am a good fucking human being at heart and it's okay to be a good human being and not only is it okay it's so much better to be a good human being and uh the people like steve jobs as much as i love him in a business sense he he really failed in the human level which sucks so i'd rather be someone like gary v in this aspect he's such a good fucking human being and i'm so grateful for people that embody that like good uh kindness loving empathetic all of these type of things that are just so fucking crucial for me now going forward and have been for uh probably the last half of the year. What patterns did I observe in myself and my world? I might just like list through these, I might just expand on the ones that require expanding on, but we'll start out with not feeling like I'm enough. This has been a fucking pattern in every area of my life and it's it's held me back in all types of different ways, which uh is a little bit annoying because if we really think about it, we're like never going to be enough and at the same time we are enough. It's like this fine balance between the two. Like I feel like I'm enough on a uh, soul level, but on a physical level, I do not feel like I'm enough. So I'm not sure what my current ne- or my next plan is with that, but that is currently where my mind sets out with it. My mood goes to absolute shit and... I just feel so bad when I'm not growing, when I'm not evolving, when I'm not expanding. So whenever I'm going too long without those things, I start to freak the fuck out. And I have a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and a lot of like just irritation. So avoiding that at all costs is very ideal. Hating being put into a box and hating being labeled. And that's also, like, my resistance around having a niche, which is I do not want to be stuck in this box that people put me in. So it has its positive and its negative, for sure. Desire to more know more than everyone else. Yeah. And at times I can find myself trying to know more or trying to, like, show people that I know more than them. And it probably comes from insecurity. It's so weird that I'm sharing this on camera, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I definitely know that is the case. Uh, I also really don't like being interrupted, being talked over, um, feeling like I'm not being heard. Uh, what else? Oh, taking a small idea and creating this massive fucking vision out of it, this, and like, it becomes very romantic very fast and I get, attached to it and it's annoying as fuck. So, (laughs) I like this is so strange that I'm sharing like the fucking code to myself on this. Uh, Caring too much at times about external validation, acceptance and quote-unquote love. Being unteachable at times and feeling like I know everything, which is clearly not the case. Never feeling like I am a good enough entrepreneur or designer or coder or Nim Sem practitioner that always feels like I'm never enough and I have always so much more to grow. Which is accurate in one sense and it's also problematic in another. Lack of urgency, like I've talked about earlier, and selective urgency. Letting the judgments of people I know and people who I care about stop me from doing things that I ultimately want to do. Good example of that is social media and like not wanting to be a talking head but ultimately knowing that I had to put myself first and say fuck you to them. And uh, if they want to judge, be my fucking guest, but I'll be doing me. Trying to impress people both consciously and subconsciously. That's the thing, for sure. And again, comes back to, I'm finding that there's a lot of insecurities that have to be addressed. And I'm just embracing the fact that there are insecurities. It's just very strange thing where it's like having insecurities but also being comfortable that I have insecurities which feels like confident it's the funniest thing if you like think about it and take a step back you'd be like oh he has insecurities well everyone has insecurities it's kind of just how you handle them and how you approach them but that's I think a, an important step to all this which is we all have our insecurities to a degree and it's kind of just how we approach it and how we go forward with it that makes all the fucking difference when I'm getting closer to a timeline or I'm getting closer to finishing a to-do list, I find myself slowing down and taking my gas or my pedal off the, off the gas, if you will. And that's fucking, that is such a failure habit right there. And that requires absolute change because I should be going even harder for that last little bit to make sure it gets fucking finished. Wasting time and convincing myself I need decompressing. I mean, I guess we do to a degree need some sort of decompression, but sometimes I just have way too much of a subconscious desire for excessive decompression after certain things, like even raves. Like, do I really need as much time as I've spent in the past to just chill before sleep or or when I get home from something, uh, whether it's like a coffee or a meeting or what have you? Sometimes I can just feel like I could decompress the rest of the day away. Obviously don't do that, but uh yeah, it's like this really subconscious bullshit belief or pattern that I don't think is actually that real and I think it's just my brain trying to stop me from doing things. Thinking that if I create this certain thing it's going to change my life forever. There are levels, yeah, so it's going to level up your life, but there's nothing this might be a limiting belief, but as of right now i'm finding that there's nothing i'm going to create that is going to completely change everything and make everything so goddamn easy or magical um there like even something as crazy and as powerful as nimsem which has changed so much it still doesn't change everything there's nothing i don't think that is going to change everything there's things that are going to make things easier and uh ultimately change a lot of life and aspects within it but there's no end-all, be-all thing as far as I know right now that is going to, like, you're still going to wake up and feel the same way no matter what you achieve or do or whatever, like, you are wherever you go. So there, there's just a lot of work to be done with uh, with that belief because I can create things, but I'm still going to feel the same way at the end of the day that I st- that I feel now after I've created it. So it's worth fixing the original the original challenge at hand of why I'm feeling a certain way and not another way rather than trying to just create things and hopefully trying to fix it with that because it's not going to fix it. Wanting to be direct, but ultimately, and this is actually not wanting to be direct, is just a manifestation of it, but trying to not be confrontational with people, even though I do want to be. I just don't want to make people uncomfortable. So... That has led to a lot of things that I don't want to happen, and it's a challenging thing because it's like, who do I put first, me or their feelings? Like, typically, they'll, I'll put myself first, but yeah, I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. I want people to feel comfortable in my presence. Uh, I want to feel, I want them to feel good. So it's a fine balance that I still have to figure out. A lot of doing things and. Committing to things and all this stuff that I, certain things I just do not want to do, but I just do anyways, almost like to gain validation or approval or what have you, or avoid it, avoid disapproval or something like that. There's a million possible causes for this, but whenever I'm people pleasing, it typically ends with me being like, why the fuck did I do that? So it's better to just not people please altogether and just do what the fuck I want to do anyways. Yeah forever wishing i worked more and got more shit done ongoing pattern don't see it changing anytime soon i just want to get more shit done always having an opportunity within arm's reach and doing nothing about it and letting it slip i better fucking change this fast because this is one of the most problematic things in my entire life um, pattern wise and it will be if i do not fix it it will be my absolute downfall in all of life bored by money but energized by winning this is a fascinating thing i find that like a lot of successful people embody this as well they don't care about money per se but they really care about winning number one person i think about is andy frisella he's obsessed with it and i love that because he is a gem and a half i feel like gary could be on that level as well though i feel like his intentions are not as intense about winning as they are with andy but uh I'm glad I have that and it's like a detached energy around money so I can make more eventually ultimately th- this year I think has been showing me how much I care about what people think like I don't want to disappoint people I don't want that disapproval I don't all of these things that are quite frankly less than ideal to have as patterns and well it'll be interesting to see how I go and how I approach it going forward and how I choose to solve things, and yeah. But there's just lots of external stuff that I have to work on still. Caring too much about the right words, quote unquote, instead of just going at the flow and free-flowing, and ultimately it's coming from heart or gut or my intent, if you will. And when the intent is correct, the words usually come out quite well, but I can sometimes forget this and overthink things and care too much about the actual words I'm saying. Which like right now, I'm just fucking, I'm not really thinking about the words per se. I'm just flowing off of something I read and going wherever it leads me or wherever I lead it kind of thing. Learning something, but not applying it. Yeah, I think I'm not alone on this one. There's tons of things I learned that I forget to apply. And I don't think it's from a conscious like, oh, I, oh I'll get to it later. It's more like I fucking forget about the principle altogether. And that that is typically why I don't apply it. Though there are some times where I do learn something and I just have too much fear to apply it, that happens. And getting over that and just saying, fuck it and doing it anyway is usually where the most growth comes from. So I would like to remind myself of that more frequently and then do it anyway. What improved my quality of life? Let's do some more rapid fire, okay? Uh, two protein smoothies daily, which are shakes essentially with, uh, with fruits and stuff like that. Removing green drinks and replacing them with powder. Thank the fucking God. Thank the Lord for that. Um, Nimsen sessions on myself daily. Holy shit. That probably the best of them all right there. Like bliss every goddamn morning. It's amazing. Google photos. So helpful. Having a huge library for iCloud. Super, super thankful for that. iPhone X's camera. Um, New dubstep songs and new mixes. My God, that is amazing. Uh, Also relates that going as my music gets harder, I also have made more time for softer music here and there. Things like Elenium and Martin Garrix specifically is what I'm thinking about there. Using things on my phone over my laptop when I can. Watching my physique grow over time. Super enjoyable. Lifting only three times per week. Thank fuck for that. And then I'll do like two abs. One or two abs typically, so. Oh, seeing Jaws and Garrick's at Veld, that was incredible. <sighs> my Fitness Pal and Strong, those two apps for tracking weights and tracking food. Did I say weights? I meant tracking lifting weights. My brain right now is so fucking crazy. All types of delicious foods, such as tuna, omelets with cheese, my protein shakes like I talked about, or pro- protein smoothies rather um yeah i just love food so much this year treats like tasty sugary shit it's also good uh ah, all the new people i've met from montreal love them and as well rekindling old relationships and old friendships love that so much working out and lifting weights from home super helpful closing open loops taking time to just do that is very very energizing to me to-do lists when used correctly they're absolute gold Adding a fourth set to lagging muscle groups. Reverse pyramid training, of course. Incline bench. French press for coffee. Being in the sun, which by the way, I miss because it's fucking cold outside right now. My second smoothie of the day being absolutely delicious. Like it tastes like bubblegum ice cream. And it's also healthy as shit. So thank God for that. Using a medicine bowl at my desk. Hell yeah. Of course, podcasts and learning through audio, it's my favorite way of learning. Better than video and better than reading, in my opinion. Caring less about perfection in all areas. Drinking black coffee in the morning while I'm fasting, as well as midday if I choose to. Meditation, of course. Creating, designing, sketching, and making time for that. Educating myself on the basics. New clothes from H&M that are cheap. Feeling attraction for beautiful women. Being checked out all the time and receiving a ton of compliments on my attractiveness and my body and my physique. Creating things that I've wanted to create for a long time but haven't taken the time to. What reduced my quality of life? Waiting until last second to finish the powerless or letting it drag out super long. Imagining criticism. Low battery on my phone and old and slow phones. Camera not working correctly on my phone uh, going to parties or social gatherings. Fuck that shit. Just taking away from the work, quite frankly, being low on sleep and having brain fog, um, listening to idiots, forgetting to be grateful, hosting while trying to hit my power list. That is fucking hell trying to be perfect. Bullshit. Um, poor body language, waking up late, going to bed late, debating and arguing over a DM, fuck that, being interrupted and talked over, being corrected constantly, trying to be subtle, repeating myself in conversation, too much caffeine, brain stops working effectively, I feel this right now, I feel like my brain is too high on caffeine and I cannot focus enough, slow laptops, caring too much about outcomes, cardio, I fucking hate cardio aimlessly consuming on social media, expecting others to have the same values and action and all that stuff that I have. What were my biggest lessons? Probably the biggest lesson that I've learned, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned this year that I've actually got, really got drilled home from doing this reflection um, in the doc sense was realizing that the things we think, are so important right now will very quickly become non, like just a non event. It's amazing how in this moment we can value something so fucking highly and be like, Oh my God, this is so important. And then looking back you're like, why the fuck did I make that such a big deal? It was such a tiny, tiny thing. So for me going forward, I want to take the time to remind myself and I have been recently of just reminding myself how much of a non-event all these events are like how low in importance all these little things are and that's what they are they're little things they're not these huge things that we can blow them up in our heads to be and taking a step back and just reminding myself of like wow this is not going to matter very fucking soon is a good way of just calming myself lowering the the pressure of this task or event or what the fuck ever it is and letting myself be more detached from it and ultimately when you're more detached things just seem to work out fucking better. I realize that I'm in a very ideal place right now with Nim in that I do really believe that is it is going to be where the world is going and I crave so much being where the world is going so I can be part of a few, a few things, part of something super fucking meaningful part of something that is truly having radical, foundational, positive impact on human beings, the world, etc. Uh number three, going so when I say going where the world is going, I mean like being at the ground floor of something, um, before it happens and watching it all play out is super fucking cool. And that also means I can be one of the quote unquote like top dogs, if you will, in that aspect. Um, it's also just a great way of niching out because it's, it's like a new and I can get my foot in the door, quote unquote, easier. And I just have to make sure that it's the right door that I'm putting my foot in. And I really do think it is with NIMSEM And when I'm saying NIMSEM again, non-material source energy medicine and just source energy medicine as a whole. Yeah, I, I really just do think it is going to be where the world is going. Um, I do think that the world is headed for nowhere fast unless they change things on a different level than than previously like yeah we just have to we have to fix things at an energetic level not at this not at a surface level just things are not going to be fixed by by uh the traditional ways or else they probably would have been fixed by now so we have to do things differently and i do think it is my belief that Energy work and this type of thing is required because I do believe that that's where everything comes from, the energetic plane. Yeah, I'm forever gonna be a beginner, and I'm always gonna feel like I'm just starting because once you hit this new level with newfound knowledge, newfound experience, whatever, it just feels like you're on a whole new fucking plane. You're like, oh yeah, like that stuff before, like that was just like practice, and now I'm really starting, and it's like that never-ending change. you are going to feel like you're constantly leveling up and that's so exciting to know that you're never going to, like it's always a, you're you're never going to feel like that past stuff is part of now. It's like, it's just, it just seems like practice. It's very funny to listen to and watch as this takes place in my life. It's one thing to learn from books and audios and courses and all that jazz, but it's such another thing to apply it. As soon as you apply it, it becomes true knowledge. It's you can only really know something, in my opinion, if you are if you are learning it with your own experience, if you are applying it in everyday life and really taking that time to integrate it and uh through trial and error is I think the ultimate way to learn after you like you can learn things through books, but and all that jazz but taking the time to actually apply what you've learned and find out if it does work or if it doesn't work. um, I think is everything. Experimentation and trial and error is fucking crucial. So I think that a lot of people do not experiment and stuff like that because they're scared of what people think. They're scared of the judgments of others, the POVs of the world, quote-unquote, when in reality, they don't fucking matter. If they're not in the game, their opinion means jack shit, quite frankly. So I am loving experimenting this year, and yeah, if you can get past that, past the judgments of others and all of those things I just mentioned, like, it's, it's a game changer for sure, and I'm I cannot recommend that enough because it is through trial and error that we learn the best. Like I was just talking about a moment ago, the more content someone can pump out, the better. I find that with me, the more content I'm putting out, the more reason I am to give people to follow me that I would like to follow me. The, uh, the ideal niche, if you will. And then people who aren't my niche, I push away because I don't, I don't want them to follow me. They're not my niche, right? So that's been super fucking helpful and like recently pumping out a lot more stories and uh, secretly hoping that a lot of people <laughs> follow me because I want to continue just cleansing my audience and pushing away people that aren't going to vibe with it and it brings other people in who are going to vibe with it and the people who do already follow you or do consume your stuff, they're going to be more loyal Um, the more content they consume. So it's not a it's not a bad thing pumping out a shit ton. Plus, there's just a, such a shit ton of content out there right now that people are not going to consume all of it because there's just such a fire hose of information and content from everyone else. So they're not going to see everything necessarily. So it's not a, it's not the end of the world. You pumping out a shit ton, and like, and again, it's just like it makes those people more loyal who actually do want to consume it and uh creates those raving diehard fans. I love to do lists so much whether that's like a to-do list with Trello or a just a genuine to-do list in uh in written form or on my phone or what have you. So fucking crucial for me. I it feels like a game and I love my gamification of things. And yeah, keeping it it's like a target for me and I love I just love the act of crossing off things on my to-do list. It's fucking incredible. So having it in front of my brain is also fucking key as hell. And yeah, I'm a fan. It also increases urgency when I have a big enough to-do list. If I'm not thinking, or if I'm thinking about it in the right way, it can also crumble me if I'm not cautious. So that's a key distinction right there. To build muscle, focus on lifting heavy, and as heavy as I can for five reps typically with reverse me- pyramid training and size and strength will follow um, in short order. So yeah, have been focusing on five, six, eight typically with reverse pyramid training and uh, the classic is the bench. So with Greek God, and that's where I got this, it's been like just super helpful to f- and my my size is slowly but surely building out because of focusing on lifting heavy and using reverse pyramid training which is like it goes down um in weight each time so i'm dropping 10 percent each time in my weight and uh increasing the reps and it works fucking phenomenally it's funny i haven't gained really any weight i actually think i've gotten lighter since starting greek god and i'm I'm hovering around 170 right now It's, it's stayed fairly the same but uh Thankfully I am gaining muscle and losing weight at the same time, which is a rarity, but it is happening with me. So I'm very grateful for that. I realized words of affirmation is one of my key love language. I also realized gifts is probably my probably my least of the five. It's very ideal to remind myself, specifically before energy work, but also just in everyday life, um, to remind myself that I am energy. I am a thought of source, if you will, I am source. I come from source. Um I am not my physical body. This is an experience I'm having in a physical body. When I die, I am back to energy. I mean I'm energy right now, but like I when my body dies, I do not die. I'm an eternal soul, if you will. So things like this. And you might not agree with that, be my guest to disagree, that's fine. This is just what I believe. And uh these things land or make the energy work land on such a deeper level when you're very on a detached from the physical type of mindset and really identifying, quote unquote, or a lack of identification with the physical rather, and just remembering what we actually are. Again, my beliefs, you don't have to agree. Closely related to that, you can help someone so much more by just being at a high energy level than you can with many things it's amazing how much a proper high energy level or a vibration if you will or frequency um how much this can impact the world by just being it's a very interesting thought it took me a lot to make that jump this year because i'm so used to like do 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 instead of b b b. so the ego is the root of all challenge yeah It's been interesting, really working with my ego this year and realizing how much it was running the show. And uh, it still runs the shows in many aspects, but I'm still working actively on reducing the ego and putting self in control. And I don't mean like me, I mean like higher self. Um, It's complicated. Not going to get into this more, but that's the case. Imperfection over speed. Yeah, uh, things just are good enough. Um, there, We create such critics in our head of, wow, this isn't good enough, kind of like I was doing before with myself and my work as well. But the, the less I care about perfection, the better because like speed over perfection, like I was saying before, five eights is a lot more, or is a lot higher in math than... It gets a lot higher of a number of you than having 110. Don't sell the unsellable. It's just a lot of wasted time if you try to sit there and convince people that are not going to budge or try to just convince people to your way of thinking. Just try to find people who are thinking in that way and then sell them and help them with whatever you have to sell or help them with. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Andy appreciate you both on this. It's been very helpful with that. The modern alpha has been redefined many times in the past. I feel like I used to think that this like Dick type of like, uh, and uh, it's tough because it still exists, but it's just in a different type of light. So the quote unquote alpha male, I believe now has empathy and vulnerability and cares in a like detached manner at the same time as caring um, is loving is a kind human being rather than what I would think in the past would be just kind of like an asshole Um, like did not give a fuck about anyone I mean here's a there's balances between these like there's like yeah you've really got to be careful with the balances but uh yeah I, I just do think that This is the alpha male now, in addition to being dominant, putting yourself first, um, having a very clear goal, vision, mission, etc. All of these things that we do consider to be alpha male traits, but I just do do think these crucial things, such as like vulnerability, empathy, etc., gratitude, um, being a good human being are the new way, and I'm a fan, because being a shitty human being is so fucking pointless and you just look like a fucking loser. So, yeah. This is probably more of a pattern, but I just realized that when I'm feeling loved, my mood is incredible. And when I'm feeling unloved, my mood goes to absolute shit. And I think the key there is figuring out how I can make myself feel those feelings without looking externally for them because that is very uh, problematic in the sense that I am giving up control of the way I feel based on external external rules if you will or external um, validation so changing the rules and making sure I am yeah. so like yeah changing the rules for sure key but then also making sure I am making myself feel those ways without looking externally I'm realizing how important kindness is and it really gave me a lot of hope with certain women this year that there are very attractive women out there who also are super fucking kind and it just gives me so much hope i honestly did not i was struggling with this so much before ever after and then from ever after on I would, my eyes have been quite opened in a new fashion and i'm grateful for that so because i had this like shitty association with like assuming that if you're good looking you must be a bitch or something and it's such a false belief and i encourage you to seek out those who are super kind and super good looking because it's it's very uh what is the word it brings you a lot of belief that there are others out there as well like that so in order to be like motivated if you will to create content think of your niche and how you're going to help them i found that when i stop thinking about my niche and stop thinking about the people i want to help and start thinking about the judgments from people who Opinions who don't fucking matter, uh, and who are not my niche. That is when I I'm less motivated to make content because I'm not focused on helping the people who I should be focused on. I'm focused on trying to avoid the judgment of those opinions that ultimately do not matter that much. So that's a crucial thing that I've found this year. Overall, I realized how motivated I am by women, specifically attractive women. yeah it just drives the fuck out of me so as much as i love coding and design i just don't want to do it i don't think as a career i just think i'm limited in the impact i can have on that area and i have a much better shot of having radical impact and deep foundational impact with something like NIMSEM instead so that is why I've changed quote-unquote my career path if you will because it just feels like the right move and I've got to trust my gut because the gut tells us the future before we can rationally explain it. Being subtle and interacting in subtle ways just does not just doesn't work for me whatsoever. I'd rather just be real dominant authentic and get straight to the fucking point and be very direct about things. Um, it might offend people. It might put people off but guess what that is part of the filtering process and it speeds things up for me so if they can't handle that or if they don't like what I'm saying or if they disagree that's just going to speed up everything and make things faster so I don't have to worry too much about that uh, long-term baggage if you will so that's been super helpful for me and being cautious of that is uh has been crucial because I just I really just don't like the I really don't like the mixed messages and I don't want to have, I I don't like experiencing the mixed messages and I don't want other people to experience mixed messages as well. So I'd rather just give it to you fucking straight, tell you what the fuck is up and then we move on. A very key way to energize myself is by thinking of a vision and one in which I am believing in and the opposite of the coin is very true as well if I want to tire myself out Think of the lack of the vision, aka it not happening, or think of the vision that I don't believe in. Uh, These things dictate my energy so much or lack thereof, and it is something that I have to do a better job of leveraging in the future because it is such a real concept on a day to day. One of the most out there lessons I learned this year is linear time was an agreement that we all chose. Yeah. That's a crazy one, but I really strongly believe that it will end up being the truth. So gotta put it on video, you know, for the documentation purposes being historically correct. Ah, we must learn to be repetitive and be okay with the the backlash, if you will, from being repetitive and being like, oh, you only ever say the same thing type of thing. But it's part of our truth. It's part of being authentic and it's part of success, quite frankly like success is rep- repetitive, and people who don't understand that are probably not good students either, um, those who hear the same thing over and over again, um, if it's a different way of hearing it each time, you're in a new frame of mind, it's another opportunity to get it at an even deeper level, uh, all types of things like that, yeah, the, the true master's, are more likely to be like yeah let's hear it again rather than the poor student who has heard it twice and is like oh I've already heard that like it's it's very uh, it's very apparent which you are based on how you approach that and uh, ultimately if you're repeating your truth over and over again it's you being real to your reality your truths etc so that's a I think it's a compliment I think it's so fucking crucial to just start out with the idea or the plan that you have. It doesn't need to be this perfect fucking idea or this perfect fucking plan, but just starting is so fucking crucial. Once you're in motion, you'll start to iterate, you'll start to improve, etc. cetera. If we can even look at right here, reflections. Like, it did not start out very good. <laughs> it started out quite rough. I just got on camera, I didn't even edit it because I was trying to be totally raw with it. And yeah, I think it's developed quite well and it will continue to develop to improve and develop over time and it's an ongoing thing forever as i change the format i add new ideas i remove things etc this is just the case like just get fucking started because you can't know everything from day one you have to just get in the game and once you're in the game you can see things at such a higher level uh, where you just get insights that you cannot see otherwise until you are in the dirt and that leads me to a different thing as well which is the lessons in the dirt are fucking gold like you learn things that you cannot see until you are in it in the trenches there is just this higher it's it's like uh you're so in the grind and the dirt and all that jazz that's uh you are just able to see things you cannot see up from the clouds or from the top or from this, the crowd. You're just, you're learning things that are just so invaluable. These like key distinctions, these, these things that you're learning through trial and error that make all the fucking difference in your process, in your craft, in your work, what have you. And that's been a major thing for me this year, which is like learning to love the lessons in the dirt because they make all the fucking difference. I haven't been documenting enough this year, as funny as that might sound, but yeah, I've been trying to be too perfect with things and noticed that a couple of weeks ago and uh, it's obviously not the right fucking move because documenting is about being imperfect and I was just trying to, I don't know, it's just I was trying to be perfect about things and forgetting that. The act of documenting is just to be raw and real and wherever that takes me and share my truths, share my experiences, share my thoughts, share my journey, etc. And not try to be so fucking fancy or perfect about things. Just being okay with the, the lack of perfection. The world comes to people who are energetically aligned. Whether they change or the world changes or a combination of both, I do believe that's how like quote unquote magic happens they are energetically aligned with the outcome that they're seeking and it, it works in like divine ways How how some like you see people who make it quote unquote and people who don't i do believe that the people who don't are people who are not aligned with our goal um at an energetic level not just a fucking like oh yeah i can do it everything but no your your energy is aligned with the desire It's not always about work per se, but it's always about being on purpose and growing and expanding. But ultimately, just whatever that purpose is, being aligned with it and acting and being accordingly. Um, Yeah, took me a bit to understand, but I feel like that's definitely the truth. And sometimes work is not aligned with the purpose. Like Sometimes it is required that you do different things that aren't necessarily uh, work based, but they are purpose-based, which means they supersede work during uncertain times. Like I experienced earlier in the year or rather more like halfway in the year, uh, that was for that period of like four months or whatever. What I really liked about what I did is I kept taking uncertain action, sorry, (laughs) not uncertain action, imperfect action. So I was full of uncertainty and during that uncertain period, I just kept taking action. I did what I thought it could be the right move and just kept fucking going. And with that, I was building or I was laying a foundation for certain things during that that have made things much easier in the future. And if I was just to sit there and do nothing, it probably would have taken me so much longer to get out of that period. But because I was constantly taking action, I was building skill, I was improving myself, I was getting smarter, I was all of these things. So during those periods, it is, I think, crucial to take imperfect action and it will help you and guide you to get the fuck out of those places with time. Yeah, I don't want to be a teacher or an educator or a life coach or a motivational speaker or any of these things. I'd rather just be a practitioner who happens to make content on the side? And practitioner for me could be things like uh, developer or designer, though I don't really want to do those things anymore. It's more like a side thing for me. But um, a businessman, an, on, an entrepreneur, um, a Nimsen practitioner, a creative, etc. Like, yeah, I just want to make content that is my truth on the side. I don't want to be a full-time content creator. <laughs> or a fucking life coach or any of this bullshit. I'm just not a fan. So yeah, that is what I've learned a lot this year, which is uh, I have to do something primarily before I... Like, the content thing has to be a side gig. I can't let it be my main thing. That's super fucking cringy if it is. It's a very fascinating outlook, and I've got it from Gary Vaynerchuk. And yeah, he just talks about how most people give without ex- or with expectation, like they want an ask in return or they're doing it for keeping that, uh, they're just, yeah, they're doing it with attachment and that is not giving. I love it's is doing this, like giving without expectation thing has been really helpful for my quality of life and just being a good human being. It's fucking underrated. All right, so in real time, I think I've recorded almost like three hours or something. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, I am ready for a nap or food or what the fuck else I choose to do. But I'm just very tired right now because that was a lot. I hope this ended up coming out well. I have no idea what I'm going to keep and what I'm not going to keep. But I just know I'm I'm grateful this this reflection's over because I am exhausted right now. <laughs> Uh, and I might re record things. I'm not really sure. So we'll see how that goes. Anyways, if you chose to watch all this, I really appreciate it. I have no fucking idea how it came out. It could have been 30 minutes, it could have been two hours. So we'll see how it all goes. Anyways, thank you a ton for watching and listening. I hope this brought you tremendous value. I hope you got some lessons from this. I hope you got some clarity. I hope it provided some insights and sparked some ideas in your brain that ultimately you can apply in your own life uh yeah if this was valuable to you at all let me know what you liked about it uh you could share with a friend that'd be incredible uh like comment subscribe uh rate if you're on podcast like all those type of thing wherever you are engage it is literally like the most inspiring thing when you when you can leave me a a comment or some sort of feedback or what have you that uh that you're enjoying it that you're finding value from it etc. I love that shit. It means a lot to me. So, uh yeah. My name is Josh Moxie and I will catch you next time in 2019. And uh yeah, looking forward to a good year. Ciao.